When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I am joined today by my husband and co-host of the day, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Are you ready for Monday news updates for the Awesomes? One of the things we've been doing is bringing to you the news items that you probably missed in big news headlines. You have a special gift, Kyle, of finding the wild, the wacky, and the awesome that's out there. I can't wait to hear what you found for us this week. Do you have gray hair? I certainly do. How about the collective you? I'll wait for your answers. I'm watching the Facebook now. I used to have gray hair. I actually started getting gray hair in the fifth grade. Really? No, no. Earlier than that. The third or fourth grade was the first gray or white hair that was visible on my head. Wow. And as you know, because you have lived with me for a long time, out of wedlock, I might add. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, that part's not right. Um, Then I shaved my head for like with a razor every day for a little over a decade. Yep. Shaved it completely bald. And actually it was probably close to 15 years. And then I started growing my hair out again and it was jet black. There was not a gray hair to be found. And before I'd had kind of golden brown and red tints. I had some interesting hair plus the gray. Yeah. And then it was jet black. Absolutely. And no gray. Mm Mm-hmm. And then over the course of the last three years, I've had some, some grays and whites begin appearing again. Um, it's weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, there's some new analysis that's been done, or okay. at least they claim that it's new, mm-hmm. on human hairs, not in human hairs, <laughs> not like <laughs> a pairs, humans come later, but on human hairs that reveals that graying hair is reduced and even reversed when you can remove stress from your life. Oh, okay. Now we've <laughs> well, all easy. we've all heard the old, yeah, you know, stress. I've earned all my gray hairs, uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're they're pretty resolved in this belief right now that uh, what happens is there's there's changes in the mitochondria of the hair cells. Okay, is what causes the grayness to occur and that this is all stress induced. So if you can remove stress from your life, don't stress out over gray hair or you've just really double screwed yourself there. It's yeah. Emboldening. But if you can remove some stress, then it's, it is likely even probable. It may not, your hair may not go back all the way to what the original color was Mm -hmm. because some things have gone on there, but it, it will 
it will more resemble that than it did the grayness, if you can get that done. Now, I find this to be fascinating, especially in your case. Do you feel like over time, your life has gotten less stressful, ergo, less gray hair? Well, I know that there was never a higher stress time for me than that's true than my first career. Yeah, and it was after the first career was over by, gosh, what almost a decade uh-huh. that I had started to grow hair on my head again, and there was no gray. Interesting. And then we had Nico. Yeah, and the gray hairs are coming back. <laughs> a little bit of a stressful child, isn't he? There's a, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Even right now, I don't even know if the awesomes can hear it, but there's a there's what I would call falderall happening yes, upstairs. Yes, it's it's the low rumble. It's like when you can hear um, when you can, uh, this may sound weird, but when you can hear uh, a bad electrical connection, that little buzz and hum and yes. thing. And yes. you know, sooner or later, somebody's going to touch it and get electrocuted. This For is sure. the, it's the sound that emits from the upstairs as, For sure. as we record. Yes. Okay. Interesting. What else do we have? Well, if you have followed the news in recent weeks, you may have run across a story about a herd of elephants who are on an inexplicable journey through China. Now, if you haven't followed the news in recent weeks, there is a herd of (laughs) elephants who are on an inexplicable journey through China. Okay. So far, they have traveled, I think it's over 310 miles. Okay. They were were in a reserve, protected area. Evidently, they didn't comprehend the protection, and they're just like, I'm an elephant, and I go where I want to go. Where I want to go, but they've started moving, and it's uncharacteristic. There's, there's been a lot of theories. None of them pan out. Okay. They they can't figure out what's going on, but they're going. They they've raided shops. They've smashed through doors. They've taken that. They've took a big group nap along the way. There was a huge series of articles that came out just a, a week or so ago when that occurred, showing aerial shots of all these elephants laying on their sides taking a nap together. Interesting. Bizarre stuff going on. They even. Uh, well, hang on here. I've lost my place in my notes. Human human intervention has been attempted. We, we as humans, uh, silly humans, right. we've scattered over 18 tons of pineapples and corn on the ground trying to lure the yeah. elephants into a safer area. They're just like, whatever, bro. I just filled up from this place back here where I smashed through the door That's right. and ate you their ate stuff. Ate the rice like, from last week. <laughs> yeah. Was that... Was that elephant connected to this no, no, impossible no. journey? Different, okay. different area of the world. Um, so they're. Not, it sounds like then it's not hunger driven. It's not hunger driven. Seems like food is plentiful for yep. them. It's also not new. This three hundred and ten plus mile journey. Now they have been uh, uh, participating in for. I think right at right at or just beyond the one year mark. Okay. Um, just our own curiosity grows as their own persistence continues. Right. Um, at one point. They did manage, even in, I think it's pronounced Yunnan, China, uh-huh. to uh, find an area where there was some grain being fermented and they all got drunk. Is that true? That's, that's what's claimed. I'm just telling you what I've read. So, you know, maybe it's like a frat party gone awry, like frat party marries Forrest Gump and they were running. I don't know. 
Well, this is fascinating. Yeah, there, there's some thought maybe this has something to do with social dynamics of the herd, okay. but even even with that, it just there's no real good tangible reason for this really focused movement. I am fascinated by this. Elephants are very interesting mammals. They're yep. very intelligent, and they do have very strong social dynamics and relationships within their herds. I find this to be absolutely perplexing. Well, they're part of countless uh, stories and learning examples, like the old deal about if you took three blind people yes. and had them each, you know, one touched the trunk, one touched the leg, all that, they would all describe different animals. That proved some point. It escapes me now. And also, if you have a large task, it's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite yeah. at a time? Or let's not ignore the elephant in the room. Oh my gosh, they're the they're at the heart of so many idioms. Yeah. Apparently, humans are generally fascinated by elephants, yes. especially when they decide to go on some kind of homeward bound, impossible journey situation. Yes. Okay. Love it. And Interesting. Well, we are, uh, we're technically through spring at this yeah, point, mm -hmm. seasonally speaking. Yes. We're in the, the early, we're in the early birthing hours of summer still. Yeah. Okay. Something, yeah. I don't know. Summer's, Think of something creative and imagine I said it. Summer is being birthed right now. Yeah. Um, well, as, as spring has come and is now departing us, making way into summer, perhaps, perhaps you have enjoyed a family or two of birds and I'm not talking about enjoying them like you run out eating birds okay, like a like, wild well, animal. But okay. enjoyed some some birds that are sure. rooting around in your yard for worms or maybe have made a nest there. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yes, of course. And maybe one of those families is a family of robins. Certainly. Robins are a bird. They are. They'll get in your yard. We have plenty. Yeah. Well, they're common enough. Anyway, researchers from the University of Oldenburg and the University of Oxford, both, they've been studying robins and they've discovered that there is a naturally occurring protein okay. in a robin's retina that when exposed to light, yes. it reacts in a magnetically sensitive way, okay, effectively, meaning there are at least there's this hypothesis over it that the protein acts as a biological compass oh. in their eyes that allows them to react sensitively to Earth's magnetic fields and it guides them wherever they go that they might still find home. It, like these robins have like robo eyes. Pretty much. And I wouldn't be surprised if they are also laser beams. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is incredible. I truly, when it comes to things of nature, just like talking about the elephants, yeah. uh, endlessly fascinating and very awesome to think about. Just the common robin. Again, we have so many. Yeah, they'll shoot you with lasers. They are not screwing about. They are not to be messed with. It's true. All right. Um, you know what? You know what modular housing is. Um, how would you describe it? I'm not trying to embarrass you or put you on the spot. What do you think of when you hear the term modular housing? Um, when I hear modular, I think of like a prefab house. Yes, where it's almost like a a kit or something that is a, all the pieces come together and you build the house. Could be that. Could be that. Um, here in the central part of the United States, often what modular housing can mean is effectively 
Mm, some pe- some people would call a a trailer. Oh, okay. Like a like a trailer that would be in a trailer park, not like that you'd pull behind your home. But right, it, right, right, right. You it can be on wheels, and then they set it on cinder blocks or something. Yes. And it's it's like a prime target for tornadoes and alien abductions. It seems to be yes. Um, that's a thing. But then we we have quote unquote advanced to the point where oftentimes a, a physical home will be prefabricated in two halves. They'll bring it out to a, a site, set it on a real foundation, put it together. It's not like it always looks like two pieces of crap slapped together. No. They're actually real homes right? And, yes. and of decent quality in many instances. They can be finished out quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So modular home, because it's a cool idea, right? Mm-hmm. I just had a home delivered or whatever, yeah. or I, I had parts delivered. I saw a documentary a good number of years back where – uh, and I can't remember, I'm wanting to say it was China. I hate to give them credit, though, if it wasn't theirs. In any event, uh, somewhere that wasn't here, they had come up kind of room by room. They had prefab rooms, and then you could kind of Lego it together mm. and build the home you wanted. And, I mean, they even came with all of the wiring pre-run inside the single unit. It would plug into each piece, all oh, the stuff. Wow. Right? Well, the they're at it again. Okay. Damn, Daniel. Add it again with the white vans or however all that goes. Yeah. China's at it again. They've, they've more or less taken the equivalency of a shipping container. Yeah. Which is, Hey, that's a pre-built, very sturdy, very. durable thing. Uh-huh. Um, and they've, they've basically been able to, they just recently, in fact, constructed a 10 story high rise apartment building. And it took them, I think it was 28 Hours and 45 minutes. Ten stories. Whoa. Because it's just each yes. each thing is just stack it and bolt it and done and on to the next. And it right. was literally a crane operator. And I'm wanting to say it was only like three or four people okay. besides the crane and the crane operator that just threw this thing together. All right. Um, it's kind of amazing. That's fantastic. It really does feel like Legos or even something. I don't know. I feel like maybe there's even a better building system, toy system that I'm not thinking of. Not Lincoln Logs. Those suck. (laughs) Lincoln Logs are really, I don't get it. They're good for smacking somebody with. I remember a kindergarten teacher (laughs) who, when he would count us pre and post recess, he would do so by hitting us, each of us on top of the head with a Lincoln Log. And if you were ornery, you got a little bit harder smack than the other kids did. Oh, my gosh. Ask me how I know. The 80s were such a time. Yeah, nobody was arrested. Not no. a single person. No, no. That was considered uh, good classroom management. Yeah. what that was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely not Lincoln Logs. That's not that fun to put together, especially a high A rector set? That's yeah, what you're maybe that's of. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's incredible. Less than... Less than two days mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. build a 10-story apartment building. Each each unit individually built in a factory, shipped there, all that good stuff. And they claim on the heels of this, because obviously it's gotten some attention, they've claimed that the units could be used to make up to a 220-floor skyscraper. And that, that structure could be completed in as little as seven months. Okay. That's pretty overwhelming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wow. That's the possibilities, especially for alleviating overcrowding and in population dense areas. It's very awesome to think about yeah. what could come together. They were with that. very nicely finished. They had wood floors. Oh, it wow. was Yeah, they were they were pretty sweet. I would live in one. 
that's not that I'm the pickiest of connoisseurs. Well, that's pretty incredible because sometimes I think if you're thinking about prefab, you're thinking about like metal uh, sheeting for the walls mm-hmm. and just like yeah. a very industrial you can feel. Hear somebody using the toilet for right, 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 right. six units over. Yes, exactly. No, they're they're legit. That's amazing. I'm gonna have to go find pictures of this. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. it's pretty cool. Um, TikTok. You like the TikTok. I love the TikTok. You like the TikTok. I enjoy the TikTok. I've been sending you TikToks. Yes. Um, because I love you. Yes, you do. Well, on TikTok, a woman from Ireland has gone viral. Okay. By sharing clips of her mother who is learning how, well, before I get there, before I get there, I'm yeah. going to, I, I built it all up. Now I'm going to make you wait for uh, it. Okay. That's, um, that's good production. The TikTok famous lady here is 20. Okay. Which means realistically, her mom probably is somewhere in her forties. I was going to say her mom's right? like our age. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not talking about an elderly Right. Woman. It's not, yeah, it's not an old woman like you would imagine when you first hear this. Okay. Oh, no. Well, this lady's gotten famous by by posting videos of her mother who is learning how to twerk following step-by-step instructions from everyone's favorite CIA informant, Alexa. <laughs> I didn't know. I knew Alexa could do a lot of things. I did not know Alexa could teach you how well, to twerk. I watched a couple of the videos, and I'm not sure that she can. It's super, <laughs> super awkward. I love it that the the mom, who's basically one of our peers in age, yeah, she's uh, she's funny with it. She's like trying to super literally do exactly <laughs> what Alexa says, and so it's it's weird that's amazing i love it's it. pretty awesome it's worth a, it's worth looking it up i couldn't find oh yeah i did find um sean ann Logue is the the tiktok user and it's spelled s-e-a-n mm-hmm. sean and a-n-n Logue l-o-u nope l-o-g-u-e l-o-g-u-e sean ann Logue. okay and if you look that up you you too can enjoy these i applaud the effort Yes. Of the mother. I think the mother is the one who has the real gift here. I, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. You can learn a lot of things from TikTok. Some things may be not that practical in their application, including twerking. But it, I never cease to be amazed by what people will put on the TikTok. Yes, yes. It's really something. And I never cease to be amazed by the high quality TikToks that you send me. For some, I think here's the thing. I so rarely, if ever will like something on there that TikTok's just like digging through the drawers. They're like, (laughs) we got to find something. So I get some really bizarre stuff. I get a lot of things with only one or two likes on it. You do. Which those are, wow. Some of those are special. They use that for sure. They use you as a sort of tester. Yeah. He likes nothing. If he likes this, we're putting it to the top of the charts. In the meantime, my likes on TikTok are a plenty. Yep. And therefore, I do think that you have a very different for you page on TikTok than I do because mine, the algorithm has decided, okay, girl, you like books, you like some sassy teacher humor, even though I haven't been a teacher right. in a decade. You like cats? Yeah, I like cats. I dogs. like dogs. So they've really decided what I like and they send me a lot of those. But you get this, like you said, you get this whole vast mm, array of TikTok yep. stuff. About the only thing consistent is I get a healthy dose of redneck stuff. Yeah, you do. And I do enjoy seeing my my people. Your redneck brothers. My forefathers, my yeah. brothers and cousins. Yeah, literally. 
on the TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I know that old boy. <laughs> so a little shift here. Um, you ever get to feeling a little bit down and depressed by the circumstances around you? Occasionally. Sometimes. Yeah. Has there ever been a time throughout maybe the pandemic that you're like, what is this? How come? Why us? What What even why? is this life? Yeah. Yes, I've spent a lot of time deliberating that. Sometimes when you're down, does it help a little bit to know you're not the only one? For sure. And, and in terms of the pandemic, I mean, yeah, we could look around and be like, well, you know, everybody's, but yeah. that's not the same yeah. as, as maybe being able to say, well, you know, here's a completely separate time and space where somebody went through a similar thing. I mean, if I may, that's the whole reason sort of awesome exists because people's lives suck. Well, because sometimes circumstances can feel sucky. Let's try to find the awesome in it is what was part of the, the launching mission of sort of awesome. Okay. Well, I don't know if this is awesome, but it does, it does feel comforting to know. It's not like this is the, eighth plague that took a while for to make it to us from Egypt or something. That's okay. a biblical reference for those <laughs> oh, of you who <laughs> aren't biblical fans. Okay. Um, an international team of researchers from the University of Queensland, mm-hmm. which is where? Australia. Yeah. Right? No. New it Zealand. Is. Australia? New Zealand. Which is it? Oh, Dang Lord. it, man. I blew the entire story right there. Mm-hmm. Queensland... It's happening. I have so many crossover stories from from Australia, New Zealand. It's in Australia. uh, Okay, Queensland. You're right. That feels right to say that. I have something else later that's New Zealand. We'll get there. We love our friends down under. We do. We We do. We love them dearly. If for no other reason their toilets flush in the opposite direction. Then that's wildly interesting. And that's probably urban myth as well. I don't know. Anyway, um, studies going on there. They've been analyzing DNA and they have found something interesting. Would you be interested if I, I would, showed you something interesting? I would be interested. Okay. Well, apparently 20,000 years ago, uh-huh. an epidemic broke out that was basically the coronavirus that we're dealing with right now. Oh my. They, we've already coronavirus. We can't coronavirus any further. <laughs> we've already done this before in yeah. human history. So, hey. Cheers. Cheers to them. Cheers to them and cheers to us. Apparently, they made it through 20,000 mm-hmm. years ago. So yeah, If they didn't, we wouldn't be here to gripe about what we're going through. Exactly. So I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. Okay. And, and very hope-bringing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, evidently, gray hair is a big concern. It is for me. Do okay. you know how I... You do know because I often am complaining to you. About how my yeah. hair is getting gray at the temples again. I and like your gray hair. You do. You do. And you, I think, feel a little part of you dies every time I color my hair to color the grays. A little bit. So there's not much left because I do a lot of coloring. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it there's no lies here. It's all true. Um, well, very similar to the prior story about gray hair, we have a study from Columbia University suggesting that, hey, going on vacation can reverse gray hair. Okay. Now, this, to be fair, and I do try to be fair and honest, I uh-huh. don't want to mislead people, to right. be fair, the studies that have been conducted thus far on are on such a tiny sample size okay. that it's, it's unfair to say, oh, this is a thing now, but at least in a small sample group, yes. it's a thing. And so ultimately here, if you're looking, if you're considering vacation, but you don't think you deserve it, but you have a gray hair or two, 
Here's your justification. Yes. Take a freaking vacation this year. We are here to enable you. Yeah. Book, book the trip. Make the plans. Reverse that gray hair. Go out and get you some fun. Mm-hmm. Are we taking that advice? I don't know. The real question is, moving into the next story, do you like sex? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently for the kids we have. If you, cumulative awesome group, uh-huh. enjoy sex... Uh, but you're too embarrassed to admit it, or maybe you, you whatever. Um, perhaps you should look into the writings of author Fern. I would pronounce it Riddell, okay. R-I-D-D-E-L-L. Sounds like Riddell to me, sure. I would call it Riddell. Fern Riddell, she's of the UK. Okay. And she's recently published a book called Sex, Lessons from History. Oh. Yeah. She points out that throughout history... Human beings, big shocker, have had sex. Yes. And, yeah. And thankfully they have. So and that we can continue to be yes. a thing. And sexual culture did not begin in the 1960s, the sexual revolution, as uh-huh. we refer to it as. Uh-huh. That it's always been celebrated, needed, wanted. Sure. And desired as part of being human. Yes. That uh, she insists that there's nothing new under the sun. For sure. She shares attitudes towards sex culture throughout history, including discussions on the origin of the F word and <laughs> points to an antique tapestry in which there it is littered with hidden images of penises, mm-hmm. all kinds of fascinating things. Yes. Uh, she even reveals ancient cave drawings that were maybe precursors to pornography magazines and videos. I don't know. I was just going to reference the fact that in ancient cave pictures and whatever that we have discovered, not we, me and you, but humanity, mm-hmm. that, that the sexual part of it was real. Think right. about Grecian urns and how often those depict different right. sexual positions and those types of things. We could certainly look to religion of more recent mm-hmm. history um, to say, oh, look at the suppression. Right. But that's not always been the case with religion. She's identified at least one finding where uh, the Celtic church once believed that the sight of a woman's vulva would scare away the devil. <laughs> and so sexuality was yes. perhaps wonderful then. And and in this instance, believed that that sight was even more powerful than a crucifix. Well, and that is incorporated in a lot of religious art too, for, especially from the medieval mm-hmm. time. Um, there's a very famous painting, and I cannot remember the, the artist who created this, but it's depicting the birth of the church, and it's the church coming from Christ's side, the, the wound yes. of his side, yes. famously looks like a woman's vulva, yes. and the church comes forth from his side. This is a whole thing. I 1,000% am going to read this book. I'm going to buy I, it. I'm I going think to it, read it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't spring it up because awesome. I thought it was something to laugh at. No. I think it sounds very interesting. Yes. She does... Truly explore both sides of things, the fascination with and the vilification of sexual expression over the course of history. I'm amazed. This is very awesome. Yeah. So again, Fern um, Riddell is how I would pronounce it. R-I-D-D-E-L-L. I would guess it's not going to be too hard to find this book. It is, again, relatively recently published. I'll do a little, uh, I'm going to give it a goog. If I can find a good link, I will put it into the show notes so that awesomes have easy access 
to finding this book for themselves. Yes. But I am going to buy it. Do you think I'm bluffing? I don't. Stop challenging me. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. You don't have to win anymore. You've already won. Okay, here's the New Zealand person. Oh, good. Do you remember we have the awesome from New Zealand, yeah. Claire? I, I would guess this could be Claire. If it's not, Claire may know this person. I hope Claire is listening. Hello, Claire. Hello, Claire. Thank you for being from New Zealand and for listening. And for being an awesome. Okay, yeah. here we go. Um, so a New Zealand woman has lived. She's, by the math I did, she's 45. Hmm. She has lived with chronic sinus and nose pain for oh. 37 of her 45 years. That sucks. So basically age of eight onward. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say right now you're, you're talking sinus pain. Mm-hmm. I'm having an, uh, some kind of an allergy flare up where I can't stop sneezing. My eyes are watering. It's miserable, but this is seasonal. Eventually it'll right. go away. I mean, hers wasn't constant. It would flare up. It would fade out. Okay. So, but it was it was more frequent than seasonal for her whole life. But hey, sometimes you just fight through what you're going well, through. Apparently, she has. And that's what she did. Yeah. Whether this is Claire or I not, said, I, I don't know. Said, I almost said apparently Claire did. Yeah. And Claire somewhere is like I did it. I didn't. Not me. Yeah, not me. <laughs> um, well, this lady recently had a COVID test done, the nasal swab. Sure. And on the heels of that, man, everything went haywire. Oh, no. Just, and even ended up with an infection and all kinds oh, of stuff no. and has to go in. They do a CT scan or some type of scan. I think it was a CT scan. Gosh. Um, all kinds of stuff. And what they ultimately found out oh, Lord. Oh, no. through her seeking emergency help was that at the age of eight, no. as her and her many siblings were playing a game of tiddlywinks, okay. which involves, it's a bunch of little plastic discs that at one point... All of the kids had begun to stick the pieces in their no. nose and try to projectile shoot them for distance yeah. as a competition. Yeah. She'd gotten one stuck in her nose. She oh. was so afraid of getting in trouble. She never told her mom. Oh, and no. that the COVID swab had kind of dislodged it, I but not it. brought it loose. Well, they did successfully perform the surgery. <gasps> it's gone. And she should never have to deal with this discomfort oh, again. Gosh, there's so much. There's so many layers to this story. There is. I would encourage anyone with chronic pain of any kind to really examine your past and say, what did I do this to myself? Yeah. What am I repressing? What am I hiding? Oh my gosh. There's that. Yes. There's the fact that every time this has happened to me a, a few times recently. And now, and now I'm having a flare up in my mind of panic because like we, we like to sit outside and sometimes a, a gnat or something. Oh, I hate my nose. that. Yeah. Or in your ear. Or in your ear. But I've had a few up my nose recently. This is the whole reason I do not sit on the back porch naked any longer. <laughs> you want to protect your orifices yeah. as much as possible. Um, I, oh my gosh, this is my worst nightmare that something enters my body through an opening and, and, and causes havoc. Mm-hmm. There's a whole genre of Horror, the the sort of genre of yeah. books, TV, uh, sci-fi movies, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's called body horror. That often has to do with some kind of foreign object mm-hmm. creating havoc in your body via you being a cocoon for a thing. Right, 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 right. So there's that. But if I may end this on a, a positive and awesome note, COVID's terrible and it sucks for everyone. And many people have died. I would never say that like 
yay COVID or anything crazy like that. But for this New Zealander's life, yeah, having a COVID test unlocked indeed the answer to why she'd had so much pain her whole entire life. Yes. So congratulations, Claire. Yeah. I'm glad that you're now free <laughs> of this like, sinus yeah. problem. I was like, it wasn't me, but I do know her. You may may very well know her. Um, Hang on. Let me look at something in my notes here. Um, Gosh, hang on. Shall I jazz hands for a few minutes while you're looking at that? Dang it. I didn't put it in the, I didn't put it in the notes. Whatever uh, it listed in the story, it listed the hospital where this occurred. I'll tell you what, I have the link to the story. So jazz hands and entertain the good people. Okay. Well, again, let's think about the absolute utter terror of things lodged into your body. And often kids are the ones doing this. Yeah. They're shoving pennies in their nose. They're putting foreign objects in their ears. They willingly do it. They don't know the repercussions of it. And to think that this has been plaguing this New Zealander for her whole entire life. Oh my gosh. It's very disturbing to think about. Have you found your thing yet? (laughs) Christchurch hospital. Okay. Which is a, yeah, that's not a, like, it's not a rural thing. That's a, that's a metro area there. So Claire, if you're anywhere near Christchurch and you want to do the footwork, to figure out who this was. Uh, maybe you know somebody that works there as a nurse that can help track down. Yeah. I don't know. Or you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. We're all only seven degrees of separation maximum from everyone. So starting at we're, Kevin we're Bacon. counting on you yeah. to find this out. Okay. If it wasn't you. That was so much. Thank you for bringing the awesome in the news. I do what I can. It's time to do now a little watch and read and listen and also life. Okay. Style. Just, uh, I know this will surprise you, but I'm probably going to interrupt you a lot. That's okay. And I, I hope that you do because uh, that's what makes this fun. Well, I'm, I will say my beverage glass is empty. Hey. And so I'm going to pretend like I'm sitting here and try to quietly scoot my chair back <laughs> and go to the kitchen. I'll be right back. You go. I'll, I'll start with some, some watching that we've been doing. As we mentioned last week, I think it was, Kyle and I finally started watching the series Lucifer, which we had been highly skeptical about, yet Netflix kept putting it right in our faces, insisting that we would really, really would like it. I did decide to watch it after I saw a mention of it on on Reddit that it was a show that once it got picked up by Netflix became even better. So we we pushed play on Lucifer. We've continued to watch it multiple times. I've turned to you and said, Kyle, I love this show. You do. You do love it. Um, I'm not in love with it yet. Right. But I can see the potential right now. It has a very high cheese factor. Oh, it's very cheesy. For sure. As all CW shows are. I feel like... That's not true. Do tell me the exception to this. Supernatural is not cheesy. Yeah, it's super cheesy. This is a watch-alike, I feel like, to Supernatural. Mm -hmm. Supernatural's context, and again, this is a show that went on for 15 seasons. 15 seasons. 15 seasons. This could, for the average man, this is like... What, 10, 10% of a human's life consumed in this show? Does that seem right? That feels about right. Um, you're doing no, the math. No, that was way wrong math. That'd mean you live to 150. It's far more than that. Okay. Um, I don't know, now I can't do math, so go ahead. All right. Well, 
on Supernatural, they would have what Supernatural fans would call the monster of the week. So there would be, you know, Sam and Dean Winchester, the monster killers, basically. I'm trying to, I'm trying to give the broad. Well, it's it's a procedural. It's a procedural. Yes. And so, but then there would be each season would have the bigger story arc. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Lucifer, it's the same setup. Lucifer, who is the actual devil, but he's charming and he has a British accent. Yes. Because in fact, He's not a sinner. Right. He was just the punisher. He was the punisher. Didn't particularly want to have the job that he had. But right. his who father, who is God, in right. this particular mythology. A giant jerk. Yes. Um, makes him be in hell, makes him be the boss of hell, doing handing out punishments. But anyway, Lucifer finds himself paired up <clears> with <throat> in the um, sort of... Uh, an official partner of an LA police detective. Mm-hmm. And so there's literally a crime of the week, but each season has an overarching thing that Lucifer is trying to sort. Right. Through. And and often the crime will very loosely connect in some way to yes. the main storyline. And yes, 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 yeah. yes. I, it's, it's great. It's like, it's bubble gum. It's popcorn. It's easy TV to watch. If you don't, especially if you're not troubled by people poking fun, if you're a Christian, po- kind of poking yeah, fun and having have some security in what you believe. Exactly. Don't let a television show make you butt hurt. Yeah, exactly. If you can have a little sense of humor about perceptions about God and the devil and all of those types of things and angels and how that all works. If you can just sit back and enjoy it. It's been a lot of fun so far. Now, on the flip side, it's not good theology. So if you're searching for a religion, this is not the right outlet. Terrible theology, but it's fun TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I was taking a look through what's coming to streaming because, you know, as we're we're recording, like it's the end of June. It's almost July. That Mm -hmm. means all of the streaming platforms are going to dump a whole bunch of new stuff. They're going to take a big dump. (laughs) Big dump for July. Dumping a lot of stuff. Hopefully nothing flies up in orifice. (laughs) Possible, Keep your tiddlywinks pieces away. <laughs> now, there's a lot, you guys, and I did not want to bore anyone to tears with the big releases. So I looked at what's coming in the next week, but I will put links in the show notes where you guys can go and look and get some good rundowns of what's coming in the entire month of July. But coming to Netflix this week, a new Netflix original series called Young Royals. It's a Swedish show. Netflix... They don't limit themselves no, to no. the United States. No, they've got their hands in every country creating new content for the people of that country and for the people of the world. Yes. I I believe mm. – so there's a weird series, if I may step in and interject Please something do. to watch. You've watched way more Netflix than I have. This isn't new. Very recently, a new season was dropped. I I believe it's called Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe that it is out of Norway. Mm-hmm. The yep. It's, again, high cheese factor. It's looking at, at Norse mythology, yes. but in a modern day setting. Right. It's goofy as can be. The acting is rough, and most of the characters are not visually appealing. Right. It's it's bizarre, but yet you can't stop watching you it. You loved it. I feel like Shell watched this too. Awesome Shell, who has I a really wouldn't great surprise taste. Me. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and it's it's bizarre as well in that I think season two was six episodes or something. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. You don't even know what's going to happen. Absolutely. Just, just watch it. It's, yeah. It's interesting. Well, they've got a new show coming from Sweden. It's uh, Again, it's a Netflix original, but created in Sweden uh, called the young Royals. It follows the, a troubled prince 
who gets sent to boarding school. That's this sort of inciting action for mm-hmm. the Royals. So that's dropping on Netflix coming up in July. Also in July this week, they are bringing all three installments of the Karate Kid movies. And don't they already have the, what yes. was the, what Cobra was Kai. Cobra Kai, the reboot. Yes. We never made it all the way through that. So Cobra Kai picks up where the, they're all adults. They're all adults. Yeah. Right. And it, didn't you tell me it started as a YouTube series? Yes, I believe that's right. And I then believe Netflix it, was right. like, this is a good idea. Let's keep mm-hmm. making this. Okay. So Cobra Kai's on there, but if you want to go back and have a true blast from the past, eighties, yeah. nineties era cinema, all three installments of the Karate Kid movies. Do you have a favorite Karate Kid one, two or three? Oh gosh, probably one. Okay. Honestly, two and three, three was terrible. I, what series okay. ever has had number three be good? I don't know. Even the Matrix sucked at number three. Okay. Um, two was interesting enough in its own way, but one was really the magic. One held the magic. Two is my favorite. I've seen Karate Kid two probably a dozen times, maybe more. My grandmother had it on VCR tape. She taped it she for did. us. We watched it over and over. That's where Daniel she taped over somebody's wedding. <laughs> yep, just so we could watch Karate Kid two. Yeah. She sure did. She's a good grandma. Uh, but that's where Daniel and his uh, sensei, Mr. Miyagi, mm-hmm. go to Okinawa, Japan. Yep, that's a good I, one. It, I found it to be completely wildly fascinating. There's a lot of romance, more romance in Korea. Yeah, the too. Japanese girlfriend was yes. pretty smoking hot when yes. I was a young man. Indeed, indeed she was. So I've watched that one so many times. Also, speaking of new installments being dropped onto Netflix, three of the Austin Powers movies Ooh. coming to Netflix this month. That's a movie series that we quote often often especially I, I can't remember which of the three it was in but there's a scene where he's driving a motorized cart down a narrow hallway and he goes to turn around and he's doing like a, a 3,000 point turn back and forth and back and forth and um, Meg now drives a Suburban and we've replicated that just getting out of the driveway embarrassed but it's so true well even <laughs> to be fair and you're being kind to me even before i had the suburban i've done that that crazy austin powers it's not true. just three point but like 10 point turn it's one of those things where when you start to do it <laughs> you know it's wrong but you can't stop yourself and i'm saying that of all of us a, a cumulative you we all have these things you start and you know it's ridiculous but you just yes. you have that awkward grin and you just keep doing it Especially now that I drive the Suburban, which I love so much. And I'm so thankful it hauls our children and our stuff everywhere. But man, it's like driving a bus. Yeah, so I've yeah, done yeah. some some 3,000 point turns on that for sure. Um, over on Disney Plus, they are releasing The Sandlot and The Sandlot 2, which I did not even know existed. Yeah, again, sequel not nearly as good as the original. The Sandlot is highly quotable, highly watchable. Just watch it with your kids if you haven't already. Uh, it's so charming and so delightful and so fun. Yep. Um, over on Hulu, they are releasing Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is the last or latest, probably last installment of the Bill and Ted series. Well, then much like uh, the Cobra Kai, isn't this... They're Isn't all this grown up. with them as grownups Bill, and they're dealing with their kids? Yeah, Bill and Ted are grown up. They're they're adults. They are it's present day, Keanu Reeves and the other the one. The other guy. I'm so sorry to say I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um I just want to hear Yeah, that's it. You just have to say it fast and mumble. Yes, they are adults, they have children, and so the plot involves both themselves and their kids, and it all weaves together. So that's do, coming to Hulu this Do month. you think that guy ever looks at Keanu Reeves and is like what the hell happened? <laughs> what did, what how did, did I go wrong? How did you and I didn't? I'm a, I'm a good guy. 
have I said this on the show that Keanu Reeves was filming something in Oklahoma City? No, somebody. Put I don't a, think someone put a picture on the Oklahoma City subreddit of Oklahoma, of uh, Keanu Reeves eating an ice cream cone in the Plaza District. Get out of here! I will not. It is true. Now I have to lurk the Plaza District. <laughs> it's already over. Filming's wrapped. Dang it! Man. It was a while back. Um, okay, so some watches from the Awesomes. My friend Kate said that the NBC Olympics account on Instagram is getting her hyped for the Summer Games. Wear a mask. To the Summer Games? Or even, just in your own house? <laughs> even if you're going to watch them. There's anybody who, again, anybody who's followed the news at all, the turmoil over the games right now and masking and safety and all of that yes. in, in an era where we're all now injected with the cure. It's, it's a little oppressive. Okay. Well, Kate's just excited about buying extra red, white, and blue stuff from 4th of July sales for their Olympic watch parties. I was like, oh my gosh, this is how out of the loop I am. You read all of the news sometimes for your own enjoyment or irritation, but also mainly, for the awesome, mainly for the awesomes. I don't, interact with the news that much. I was like, the, the Olympics are still happening. Yes. The summer Olympics are beginning in Tokyo on July 23rd. So that's with masks. I guess. Get your mask. You have to wear a mask in your own home. Is all that what the masking. Saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. NBC will cancel you. CBS will call the channels will CBS cancel you. CBS is trying to get you to watch them while you're trying to watch the Olympics. HBO on the other hand is like, come on over, <laughs> leave your mask at home. Exactly what HBO Max. That's how they talk. At. I've heard them before. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of HBO Max, okay, we're we're in the awesome recommendations yeah. review of yeah, the yeah. show now. Um, so awesome. Amy said that she watched Starstruck on HBO Max. She said it's so unexpectedly sweet. Now I will tell you, many an awesome chimed in to say yes. Starstruck, HBO Max, delightful. My friend Mary Carver on her Instagram stories last week was talking about how much she loves Starstruck. Apparently the context for the show is a woman has a one night stand essentially with a man who she did not know is a very famous actor. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of, again, the inciting action. The show spins out from there. She had no idea who this guy was, but she had this encounter with him. And now he's pregnant with her love child. And that is the fan fiction version of it. Okay. But the real version is apparently really sweet, really fun, definitely for grownups, because obviously there's some sexual themes involved, but many, many awesomes chiming in to say Starstruck is really great. Now, awesome Jennifer said she was feeling nostalgic earlier this week and started watching The Wonder Years, which is apparently yeah. over on Hulu. What would you do if I sang out a tune? It's a great show. It's a great show. Did, it is. Did you watch The Wonder Years in real time, like when you were a kid, as it was on mm. network TV? I don't remember if it was real time or not. I remember watching it as a kid, but I couldn't tell you if it was real time or repeats. I did watch The Wonder Years as it was being broadcast on, on TV. It was one of the first shows I can remember. And I think it came on Sunday nights. Why do I feel like that was a it's thing? It's possible. I don't know. It's one of the first shows I can remember eagerly anticipating looking forward to that night so we could watch a new episode and being so heartbroken and crushed when it was freaking rerun remember the yeah do you remember or the, when Winnie got older and she started looking weird when got older and like went to harvard or something yeah. like in real life she's like a brilliant i don't, mind. I don't doubt it her they jaw never stopped they, growing though oh yeah on the show okay it bothered me well I'm, i had a crush on her as a kid okay like every young man did yeah interesting. it was a wholesome crush i was yes, a young man of course um but yeah the the things changed now i mean in fairness 
the other the other two mains, Kevin and what was the other cat's name? The nerd guy. Oh, I, I can't, can't remember. remember. Both of them got pretty weird looking too. People and are in fairness, screaming at their phones. Right in now. fairness, most of us started out better looking than we are now. Um. Yes. Hang on. You're going to IMDB something. Um, what can I talk about while you're looking now that I've why offended just, everyone? Why don't you just sing the Joe Cocker song? Um, Cocker or Coker? Which is oh, it? I, I never, I can't ever remember. Fred Savage. Fred Are Savage. Are you kidding yeah. me? Of course it's What's Fred the other Savage. guy? What's the other guy? Oh gosh. Kevin Arnold Wonder Years best friend. Is that how to Google it? Maybe. We'll see. You're don't looking you guys now. Love Real time Googling. That's Paul. him. Paul Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Of course. How can I forget that? What's his real name? Played by Josh Saviano. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He honestly reminds me a lot of Ross on Friends. Yeah. Is what he might have looked like as a child. I could see that for sure. For sure. Um, This one's big. Okay. This next thing's big. So we're wrapping up the watch section. Now let's talk Mm -hmm. about reads. Yeah. My heart is so full. It is. Because you took my... Yeah. I want to... Well, I kind of want to just softly choke you a little bit because you always act like this. And I tell you repeatedly, when you make a sincere recommendation, I can't <laughs> think of a single one that I've not followed through on. Well, it isn't in the moment because I respect so deeply yes. that you would recommend something that I'm not going to pursue it until I have the time to commit to it where I can really focus. I'm not going to, um, is this a PG show? I'm not going to half butt it. <laughs> I'm going to full butt it. Okay. To be fair, the reason my heart is so full, I will say absolutely. You do follow my, my earnest and insistent recommendations. Absolutely. I feel like that you enjoyed this book to the level that I did. And that's okay. why my heart is so happy. Okay. I can tolerate that. Okay. Let's talk about what the book is. This book is called Project Hail Mary. By Andy Weir. By Andy Weir. Yep. This, so it's a sci-fi mm-hmm. story, which you may or may not, it may or may not be your bag. Yeah. Just right out of the gate as a, a standard classifier of things. Yeah. The way this is written, the story itself is fantastic, but but Mr. Weir, you are a wizard, sir. Yeah, um, brilliant. He talks through science at a level that I would assume, because I'm not a magnificent scientist, mm-hmm. that even a magnificent scientist could listen and be like, yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah. But he doesn't do it in such a way that a science idiot would feel like an idiot. Right. He does it in such a way that you're you're bring, being brought along. Even if you don't understand everything he's saying, you're like, oh, no, I, I get the general premise of what's going on here. Thanks for keeping me up to speed with the nation, the world's best yes. of science. Yes. My goodness. This is a great book. Now, I listened to it. You listened to it. We are both experienced the audio production yep. of this book. Your, your good and dear friend, Katie, of mm-hmm. currently reading, I believe, read the actual paper version. Different Katie. But Different that Katie? Katie did read it, okay. I believe, on paper. I thought it was that Katie you were telling me about. There's two Katies. There's it's, a lot it's of very, Katies. There's a lot of Katies. Are either of you from New Zealand? Do you know someone who had a tiddlywinks piece in their nose? 
Katie Cobb, one of the co-hosts and creators of Currently Reading, I do believe loved this book and read it in paper. Katie Proctor, who was just on okay. Sort of Awesome, okay. and we talked about this with books that have a lot of buzz around them and that are really hyped right now. She read it on paper and loved it. I, I want to issue both an apology and a justification. One, I apologize for mixing up which Katie it was, too. It's nothing short of a miracle that I even remembered the name Katie. I'm, the I struggle that, with names. Yes, exactly. That's so sorry, esteem. not sorry. <laughs> you're you're still a champion in my book. Yeah. I don't know something. Um, anyway, yeah, my goodness, great book in the audio version. I can't imagine reading it now that I've listened exactly. to it. There's portions in the audio that I can't imagine how it would make sense mm-hmm. if you were just reading. But I haven't read the right. I haven't read the paper either, so I'm yes. sure it, it must translate because the the Whichever Katie it is, I'm sorry that Red, that you've talked to about this, have texted back and forth with about it. Yeah. She was thoroughly impressed with the book as well. So Absolutely. evidently it translates across. I think so. I think you're right. And we've been talking about this book a lot on Sort of Awesome social media because we did just talk about it Friday on the Books That Were Worth the Hype episode. A few people have said, eh, it just didn't do it for me. And every person that says, I just didn't love it that much, I want to be like, but did you listen to it on audio? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because it's a real big change maker. But here's a little bit of conflict right now. I didn't realize this because we do have an um, an Audible subscription. So mm-hmm. Audible, the Amazon company that does audiobooks, it's an Audible exclusive Oh. And so if you usually listen to your audiobooks through your local public library, you don't have access to the audio. It's kind of a, I didn't realize this was so complicated. Restricted, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say to you, listener, awesome, it is worth making a fake email address for yourself so you can sign up, do the Audible free trial. They give you one book. I think it's one, maybe two now. They give you a free book to listen to with your free trial. It is worth it yeah. to do that. And I'm going to give you a big life hack right now. Okay, let's hear it. Let's say that your that your email address is uh, meg at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have gotten that years ago, but yeah. Yeah, it's too late for that now. Yeah. But if that's it, you can mm-hmm. sign up with meg plus one, the Heck symbol yeah. for plus mm-hmm. one at gmail.com. That will come to your regular inbox. Yep. You don't have to go create an account for it, right. but it's going to be recognized as a unique thing. And if you really wanted to, and I'm not suggesting you do this, I'm not suggesting you do this because I'd never advocate theft. <laughs> but if you wanted to sign up a second time and get more free books, you could go Meg plus two uh-huh. and yeah. plus three. And you can just keep doing it because it shows up as a unique email to them, but it all comes to your same regular account. Feel free to sue me or send me presents. If this is something that impacts you in either way, if you sue me though, Meg is my lawyer <laughs> and is also bound to me financially. So you're only hurting her. All of that to say, we both can't stop talking talking about how good Project Hail Mary is. Yeah, it's a great book. I'm so here's a, here's a thing, and, and I always feel motivated to say this. We're all surrounded by people that everything they do is the greatest thing ever, and they want you to do it, and they recommend it. Yeah, and the recommendations mean nothing. Mm-hmm. I try because that agitates me. That to me is worse than a bug flying in my nose. Mm. Um, I try very hard to be. Honest and fully authentic when I describe something like I just here a few minutes ago mentioned this show Ragnarok. Yes. It's not great. Mm -hmm. It's not. 
but it's really interesting. And if you if if it's a thing that you're going to appreciate, you'll love it. If not, you'll hate it. And yeah. even if you felt obligated to finish it, it's only six episodes. Absolutely. It's good. It's not great. Yeah. This book, this is a great book. Yes. Everyone should take a swing at it. And you're you're not gonna be less of a person if you don't like it as much as we have. But, right, of course. But it's a great book. <clears throat> Excuse I'm me. So glad you I'm, I'm getting choked up over it. Yeah, you clearly are. You clearly are. Okay, let's run through a couple more of these. One of our awesomes named Cindy Baldwin just published her third book. It's her second book even to come out during the pandemic. So good for you, Cindy, for pushing through that. Nice, nicely done. Resistance around it. She said it had been a delightfully fun week with her new book launch. I will put a link into the show notes if you want to check it out. It's a looks like a middle grade or a young adult novel, and it's called The Stars of Whistling Ridge. So that's by one of our very own awesomes, Cindy. And so that was in fact one of my nicknames in high school, what? The Star of Whistling Ridge. <laughs> okay, good. Um, our friend Don. One, she stole some packages. So whoever's on her mail route, you know where it is. (laughs) She always has good recommendations. She said, check out the app Storygraph. It's in the app store for iOS, or you can even just use it on your web browser. You can import your Goodreads data. Basically, what it does is it allows you to put in information about the books that you're reading, gives you a data breakdown about the reading that you've been doing. I've heard a lot of awesomes reference that they're loving the Storygraph app. I have myself have not checked it out, but it sounds fascinating. And this is a this is a small business. Yeah, exactly. And if there's anything in your heart towards supporting Real humans in a small business yeah. rather than the robots at Amazon or wherever. Yeah. Then this is a thing you should do. Goodreads is owned by Amazon, as many things are. Dang it. Um, listen. But wait, no. Oh. She said this was a, she said it was a small business yeah, thing. Exactly. Wait, what? Where, she said, what happened? I love supporting small businesses and I like their data breakdowns. For Storygraph. Storygraph is the small business. Yeah. You threw me when you were like, Goodreads is Amazon. Well, because she said, okay, good. Do you know what Goodreads is? Yeah. Okay. So it's we, not that good. <laughs> no, because it's owned by Amazon. I'm just kidding. Um, she's saying that you can, if even if you have all of your Goodreads information already like logged, I gotcha. that it, you can. It meshes. Exactly. Okay. I got Exactly. You. Yes. Yeah. Stop yes, yes, trying yes. to claim that Don steals packages I from would people. Never. How very dare you. Um, how dare you? Let's get on to the listens. I don't really have any new listens. Do you have any to mention? Because mm. we've mostly not been the, listening audio. Not the the people want to hear. Okay. I've been I've been reading and listening. I am so over my eyeballs deep in financial industry stuff right now. Sure. Um, and maybe that's part of the reason why Project Hail Mary was such a yeah. beautiful break in my life from this other stuff. There's nothing I've been reading or listening to that 99% of your people would care about. Okay. Well, um, one of our very active awesomes and and a superstar, Tessa Jean said, said my bestie released her first professionally recorded album. Tessa went on to say that this friend of hers is her biggest cheerleader. She's so proud of her and the courage it takes to do something like this. The, the friend's name is Sarah Thrackray. I found the album on. Spell that. Um, T-H-R-A-C-K-W-R-A-Y. Okay. And I did find the album. It's on YouTube. I will link in the show notes if you guys want to go check it out and support this independent artist. All right. Lifestyle. We've got some to get to, some from the awesomes to share, some from our own lives. I will say that awesome Sarah said that she found a mud mask from a company called Grace and Stella. Wait. Wait a minute. I have been trying... 
I'm not trying to cut you off. This is important, and we'll hit this for sure before the episode's over. This hit me like a bolt. Okay. Because I don't know why. Words in my mind ran away. I've been trying literally for two months to remember to bring this up on an episode. Okay. And I feel like if I don't do it now, I'm resigned to the same hell I've lived in the whole time. Dear Lord. Where I don't ever share it. Okay. It's a TikTok it's a it's a TikTok channel. Is that what they'd call it? Um, there's, a, there's a specific creator. Okay. Everyone needs to check this out. All right. It is Boston. It's all, of course, all the letters are run together. Boston, be a man. Yes, this is your favorite thing on TikTok. You love it too. It's very. Funny. It's hilarious. It's, it's very. Funny. It's all of the stereotypes that are a little too painfully true. Yes. Um, you got to go watch this guy. <laughs> Slash listen, whatever you want to classify it as. This is amazing. Yes. Okay. If this isn't in the show notes, I will never record with you another episode again, <laughs> to which most listeners are probably like, please don't put it in the show notes. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. It's hilarious. This is hilarious to me that as we're talking about uh, a mud bask that our friend Sarah loved, that it just popped into it your was, head. You'd said something before as you were leading into lifestyle, your segue into lifestyle, you'd said something about stuff from our lives and my mind's running like, oh, hell, what do we have that's lifestyle? I don't wait. That thing, that guy. Boston be a man on yeah. TikTok. Yes. Very funny, especially if you like to joke truly about every single stereotype about uh, which, what men do. Yeah. Let's be honest. Most stereotypes are founded in truth. Yes. All right. Getting back to mud masks. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll black out and shut up again. Do your mud mask thing. Um, awesome. Sarah found a mud mask from Grace and Stella. She said at least her skin is so smooth and doesn't irritate her sensitive rosacea prone skin. I, she left a link. It's the Grace and Stella Dead Sea mud mask. So I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Does it make your face die? Die? Yeah, it's Dead Sea. Oh my gosh, that was a dad joke for sure. Is it? I was serious. I was really interested in this one that Heather shared with us in the Awesome of the Week thread. It's for Folex Instant Carpet Spot Remover. Here are Heather's words. Folex, that's the brand? That's the brand. Okay. And it's an instant carpet spot remover. Here's what Heather said about it. This carpet stain remover is truly magic. My grandma always had pristine white carpet even though her house was steps from the pacific ocean which p.s can i can i get a piece of that real estate steps from the pacific ocean you can take the carpet i don't care just get me near the beach (laughs) that's right she said she always had a bottle of this i remember once my aunt spilled an entire glass of red wine on Mm. that white carpet at a party it was like a record scratch the entire party went silent grandma was calm cool and collected and grabbed this carpet cleaner and first she bludgeoned the ant with it <laughs> and then cleaned up the wine and the blood. That's a cleaned up both <laughs> miraculously. She said in minutes the red wine stain was gone. It has never failed to remove a stain. Other awesomes chiming in that they love this stuff too can also be used on upholstery. So if like us, you have mostly wood floors, but you have kids and upholstery and nightmares of cleaning, yeah. this Folex instant. Carpet spot remover. We've got like six layers of duvet covers on all of our stuff because every time one gets stained, we don't take it off and throw it away. We just pull another new one over the top. There we go. Yes, that's right. makes it more cushiony. Yes. Uh, My friend and awesome Oshida said, thanks to TikTok, I'm obsessed with La Colombe. 
coffee roasters. Is that how you think you might? That's how I would say it. Okay. Uh, She said, each morning this week, I've started with a vanilla latte in a mason jar while I do my daily planner, and it has been divine. And then again, more awesomes chiming in that they love this coffee company. We're always looking for a great coffee roaster. We're going to have to do this. We've got a few locals, believe it or not, in the middle of Oklahoma, of all places. Of all places. We have a great local roaster here we have a few others that are good but there's one that's great and then we've we've stumbled across one from arkansas and a few others relatively nearby in the godforsaken flyover country of the world that makes some pretty dang good coffee but this sounds interesting perhaps we'll try it i think so i think we should and also if it's if it's popular on tiktok you know it must be good yes um, awesome. Anna said she found an Etsy shop with clothing that she's in love with. It's called Cotton Flower Clothing. If you like a sort of bohemian, loose, casual, big skirts. That was my nickname in high school. What? Bohemian casual? Bohemian loose style skirts. <laughs> I think you will like the aesthetic of this shop. I will put a link in the show notes if you want to go check out what Anna is loving. Now, for us, I shared on I almost said I shared on TikTok. I shared on Instagram stories on Saturday morning that you and I were out on the town. On the prowl. On the prowl, not for anything very exciting. Oh, just the illicit things. No, not illicit. Yeah, we need new deck furniture. New deck furniture. Basically deck seating. Yep. Nothing fancy. We don't, it's not like we have a covered protected area. We need something durable and comfortable. Yep. And so, yeah. A couple of awesome sent in some suggestions of where we could shop. So we need to explore that further. But the the Instagram stories I shared, we were in Lola, Mm -hmm. your Jeep that we both love. She's a great Jeep. She is. And and one of the awesomes, I believe Rachel asked for a Lola update. As we wrapped up awesome today, Lola was having some issues. The death wobble. The wobble of death. Yes. Yeah. It's a thing. Okay, let's have an update on Lola. Do you want me to give a little background or just give the update? Give a brief background. Okay, I'll talk super fast and try to get through this. When you are in a Jeep, one Jeep's period often have some issues in the geometry of suspension and steering where harmonics magically enough can come into play and you can hit a bump just right and it feels like death is occurring. The front wheels are vibrating in seemingly different directions. It's a, it's a terribly horrific experience. Right. When you lift a Jeep, you put a lift kit on it to put bigger wheels and tires on it. Again, the geometry has changed and it doesn't take much. You can be just a a single degree off on caster or myriad of other things. And this becomes a real issue and we were facing it, Mm. but that's not the only things that cause it. There's there's just a myriad of things. A Jeep is, you don't buy a Jeep because you want a, a, an Escalade or a Suburban. No. You buy a Jeep because you want a Jeep, and it comes with its hickeys and warts and things. Yes. Well, for some strange reason in 2019, which is the year that our Jeep is. Yes. They the Jeep decided, hey. Let's uh, let's save an extra pound or two off the weight of the vehicle, like a pound or two matters, by making the steering box out of aluminum. Right. Well, anybody that's familiar even mildly with metallurgy or understands aluminum whatsoever can recognize that aluminum and steel are going to behave differently, that aluminum has tremendous flex. Yeah. And this creates another problem within this already problem-riddled 
area right. of all of the geometries and the harmonics and stuff. And that was what our problem ended up being. We still had the factory aluminum steering box on ours. And so that it meant you hit a bump just right. And especially oddly with the right front tire, all hell broke loose. Yes. We went in, we went above and beyond. I didn't have to go this far. I could have just upgraded the steering box or gone with a brace uh, or both, but I went with a, hydraulic assist steering upgrade, which will carry over to many other things of benefit unrelated to just getting rid of the death wobble, but it did get rid of the death wobble that is gone. Now we have new issues that have come up unrelated to drive terrain and steering and all those good things. That's for another day. I feel like the Jeep is particularly this model that we have. It's like kind of like having a fancy show dog. It's a high maintenance girlfriend. It is very, boyfriend, whatever. Yep. It's, it's high maintenance. It's a lot of fun, Yeah, but got to put in a lot of work. Got to put in the time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Thank you for that Lola update. Yes. I know people were wondering whatever happened. It's good. It's great. good. Meg drives it more than I do now Honestly, and gets true. compliments on the daily. People literally stop me every time, whether I'm at the Starbucks drive-thru, whether I'm pumping gas, whatever, people will be like, that's a good looking Jeep. Hey, you put a smoking hot redhead in a mojito <laughs> green Jeep, you're going to get some attention. Very kind. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for this Monday. Well, then by all means, might everyone have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.